Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. It is Tuesday. Max, man, I gotta say the Ravens look like playoff Ravens last night. Whew. Yeah, man, uh, I, I hate to say it, but I called it, right? I mean, I absolutely called it. I bet the Ravens and then said, but who have they beaten? They haven't beaten anyone. And when they, they played a good team, we, we saw we saw what happens. No, it's seriously, though, uh, I, I don't know what to make of Lamar Jackson when he, he plays a team that, that actually tries. <laughs> and, and that Chiefs defense came out him but even more so that chief's offense was just like oh ravens you've got a good defense yeah yeah let, let's uh let's show you what a good offense looks like yeah uh that was that was a, a beatdown. it really was what's going on panther uh you know there's supposed to be a battle of the two best teams in the nfl last night but only one of them showed up um, but yeah, you know, the interesting thing about the chiefs is they kind of did what I said they were capable of doing. They were kind of screwing around those first two games, seeing if they could do the ball control thing and, and milk the clock and use Hilaire. And, and then when it came push to shove and they needed to show up, they wanted to remind everybody while wow, they're the super bowl champs and they can score pretty much anytime they want to. So Ravens still got some work to do. Um, particularly Lamar Jackson, the running was there, got uh, 78 yards on the ground, but the passing definitely was not there. And they're going to have to fix that if this is supposed to be the team to upset the Chiefs. Hilaire is fast, man. Hilaire is fast. That's very for the first time. Like, well, that's the thing is like the first couple games I saw him as as more of like running people over. But last night when he when he hit that speed, I was like, man, that dude is faster than I thought he was. No doubt, it's ridiculous. You know, last night uh, Rich's words were ringing in my head. Styles make fights. Boy, howdy. Yeah, styles do make fights for sure. And I, I think if you were talking to James, he'd be like, lads. <laughs> The folks from uh, uh, Kansas City have great footwork. They're fast. They're great strikers. And Baltimore is more of a ground-and-pound type team. And if Baltimore can't get on top of you and beat the hell out of you, um, they're going to really struggle against teams that can get out and strike fast against them, which is kind of what Kansas City can do. And, you know, But they can also ground and pound now. I think that's why they brought in Hilaire and they tried to run him early on in the year. So styles do make fights and, you know, 
Kansas City has that style, and I think Baltimore is going to struggle against any team that can get out in front of them, and uh, you know, and and put a lot of pressure on their defense and force Lamar to do more than throw. I think one thing I think they have great personnel. Uh, folks at Baltimore. The one thing I think they're really lacking, and I think their running backs are the wrong style for Lamar. I think they need a guy more in line with a Dalvin Cook or an Aaron Jones or a Christian McCaffrey that's capable of making a big play from the backfield along with him. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. So is it too early? I mean, the, the Ravens, when do we have enough sample size in big games that they're in trouble? Any team that can take make put pressure on Lamar to throw they're in real trouble. I think they are in real trouble. I think you made the comment about them being in true playoff form, and I think when they start seeing tougher competition, that's who this to the true team is. Like this is a, a team that I'm not going to say that they beat up on weaklings and mediocre teams, but they beat up on weaklings and mediocre teams, and they're really good at it. They, uh, Richie just said, just like they they look really good when they're beating up on on bad teams. But as soon as you game plan against them, as soon as you have a team that has the personnel that can match up against them, they're they're not as elite as as we think we they are, right? I mean, this this is a, some warning signs that they need to be concerned about after this game. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's just matchups, right? But we were talking last week how the Chargers laid the blueprint against the Chiefs, and either the Ravens didn't watch the video. Or it's just the matchups, and the and the Ravens are just far behind the Kansas City Chiefs in this particular matchup. Um, you know, I, I they're going to have to make a decision, I think, with the Ingram Dobbins thing because, you know, like um, Rich said, they need to get a, a guy like a McCaffrey, well, or you know, an Aaron Jones. Well, Dobbins is that guy, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a playmaker, but he's not a playmaker if he's going to touch the ball, you know, five or six times a game. So they're probably going to have to get out of this running back by committee and go with the youngster because I think he's got the bigger playmaking ability. Uh, for the Ravens, but you know, I go back to what I said originally said. I think it's just a matchup problem, where the Ravens just do not match up very well against the Chiefs' speed. No, I don't think very many people match up against the Chiefs' speed. I, it's when when their offense is just wear on you, and they wear on you, and they and they push and they push and they push and they push, and and that's where you know Ingram fits in well in that sort of game. But when they're in a game where they aren't pushing. They need someone who can catch the ball, you know, that a relief valve that can catch the ball for Lamar and then turn a two or three yard catch into a seven, eight, nine yard. And if he can find a seam, you know, 15 yard, those wide receivers aren't scaring anybody. So I think that's really their issue. No. Yeah. And I got to say that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is, is rightly talked about as, you know, incredible and most important. The most important person on the chief staff might be Spags. <laughs> Hey, honestly, yeah, I, I know we got a lot to get to today, yeah, yeah, but let's just, definitely give an applause to, to Spagnol and what he's done with that defense. And uh, this this is his role, right? This is where he should not be a head coach. I know that from personal experience, he should not be a head coach. Right, right. Uh, this is where he belongs, and he, he's he's doing quite well. All right. As Max alluded to, we do have a lot to get to, so let's jump into it. We've got baseball playoffs to talk about. All right, first up, we've got the New York Yankees playing the Cleveland, we'll just say it, Indians. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, this one, man, it's it's even. It, uh, Pinnacle opened up minus 110 both sides. It's minus 104 both sides now. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we kind of went over the reasons why we don't have a ton of faith in the Yankees. But they do have Garrett Cole out there today. And if the Yankees have any chance to win this series, he has to win today, which is going to be tough because he's matching up against the expected AL Cy Young in Shane Bieber. Bieber had the most wins, best ERA, most strikeouts in the league. Uh, Last player to do that, 2006. Anyone want to take a guess? Randy Johnson? No, no. That'd be my guess, yeah. Uh, a, a guy who, uh, once he uh, landed on the Mets, decided to you know crumble. Uh, Mr. Johan Santana, ladies and gentlemen, 2006, last uh, pitcher to do that. Looking at this game, public and money all over the Yankees, but I am taking that with such a grain of salt. I think that is a name value play here. I expect the Indians to win this one, and that's my bet. I'm going to bet Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to – I'm going to um... – reach back. I, th- I thought we were going a different order since this is actually the last game of the day, but um, the, this is mismanagement and, and I'm going to talk about proper management when we get to another game, but the Yankees are mismanaging this right out of the gate. They should not be throwing Garrett Cole against Shane Bieber. Um, the, the only chance the Yankees really had is for Cole to get a win and then they have to steal the third game. And I don't like Cole against Bieber uh, as everything that Max alluded to Shane Bieber is I, I don't know how who it could be anybody else but him for the Cy Young in the American League, but um, the Yankees can't win on the road. They can't win against good teams, and they can't win against good pitching. And so they're going to throw out their staff ace against arguably the best pitcher in all of Major League Baseball on the road um, against a good team. So I'm giving you every reason not to take the Yankees, and I'm with Max. I'm not taking the Yankees. Give me the tribe for the win. Well, we're going to put a lot of pressure on Arch to, to avoid the French kiss of death. I'm on Cleveland as well. Garrett Cole has been a great pitcher, but he's been particularly good in Yankee Stadium and not as good outside of uh, New York. Of the 27 runs he's given up this year, 18 of them have been on the road, whereas, as um, Panther mentioned, probable Cy Young Award winner, Bieber has only given up four runs in 22 innings pitched in Cleveland. So I am also going to bet the Cleveland Indians. What do I do when it's a 50-50 game and they're both catching negative sides? Mm, I guess uh, I'll oh, fuck it. I'll give you guys a French kiss of death. Why not? I'll bet Cleveland. Uh, no confidence. This should be a lean. Let's screw it. This is uh, playoff sports is like gambling. So let's, let's, let's gamble. All right. Next up, Houston uh, playing Minnesota. Uh, the Astros opened up plus 125. They're plus 151 now. Oh, man. Uh, you know, Zach Greinke finds himself as the number one starter for the Astros. And in theory, he is a number one pitcher in theory. He'd prefer not to be uh, other than the stress he's put under. He's He also ends up matching up with pitchers like Kenta Maeda, uh, who make it tougher for Greinke to pitch with any sort of lead. Uh, Zach struggled down the stretch over his last seven games, posting a 5.73 ERA. And then other than being depleted at starting pitcher, you know, the uh, the Astros had one ace defect to the Yankees, Mr. Garrett Cole. They lost another ace to Tommy John in Justin Verlander. Besides that pitching issue, they've just been offensively challenged, especially on the road this year. Uh, they finished with a sub 500 record for the first time in six years. They got into the playoffs, and I'll say this, mostly due to a slow start by the Mariners because the Mariners have 
any sort of better start to the season, and they're in the playoffs over the Astros. Just let that sink in. Uh, the Twins, on the other hand, they were once known as a power-hitting team. And I think in this shortened season, they've balanced their offense a bit more. They they have this mentality that the power is not going to necessarily win in the postseason. So I think balancing their offense a bit more is, is going to be one of their keys uh, to, to having a, a run in this playoffs. But I mean, the fact is that the Astros have to win two out of three on the road in Minnesota. They can't do that. And I think starting on this one, it's getting chalky. It's getting way out of hand for me. I am concerned to see some sharp money coming in on Houston, but the bet here is Minnesota. And I'm, damn it, I'm going to go against my chalk threshold and I'm going to bet the Twins. I was wondering if you would do that. Yeah, the the Astros' road record cannot be understated. Nine and twenty-three, and you know, at the end of the season, they lost three in a row to the Rangers, who aren't even close to a very good team. The Twins are remarkable at home. They can go toe to toe with the Astros in their pitching, and they've got better hitting, and they don't need trash cans to help them. You know, know what pitch is coming. The Astros, and, and on that subject, you know, it's been kind of a standing joke all season, but they're big hitters, Altuve. Bregman, Gurriel, all those guys are down nearly 100 points on their batting average this year compared to last year. So um, it's not just something to dismiss. There is something going on in Houston. They can't see the ball. They can't hit the ball. They've lost two of their three best pitchers from last year, and Grinky does not do well under pressure. Um, I was kind of with Max, like it's a little too chalky, but fuck it if Max is willing to bet it. Who am I to say no? I'll bet it as well. Give me the twins. <laughs> We're going to be the French kiss of death all day, huh? No chance. The, no chance. Huh? Well, you guys are right about that home road differential. Uh, if any team's upset about this new playoff format, it would probably have been Minnesota. They're 24 and 6 at home, so they, they love some Minnesota cooking. Granke's given up uh, 15 runs in 21 and two-thirds innings on the road. Maeda, on the other hand, has given up just seven runs at home and 30 innings pitched. This game looks like a mismatch on paper. So you're looking at Minnesota plus line of where are my twins plus 128 for the run line. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm leaning Minnesota. I'm not betting Minnesota, but I'm really, really thinking about that run line. All right. So we're just we'll call you a lean on Minnesota. There we go. Uh, yeah, I got to lean Minnesota too. It's it's maybe my chalk threshold is different than Max's. It's too outside of my comfort zone. So yeah, it's just going to be a lean for me on the. T- I always thought my chalk threshold was a lot stricter I, than yours. I thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it, I, I tell you, man, it's it really is this this lack of faith of Houston winning on the road, right? I mean, that, I, make funny. no mistake. I have the Twins winning this game easy. I just don't have them hitting that almost sixty-three percent implied probability. I, I do because of the home home road splits. Okay, okay. That, that's what pushes me over. Yeah. Right. Toronto, Tampa Bay. Next up, uh, Blake's the fighting Blake Snell's open up minus one eighty-five. They're one eighty-eight now. The the Rays are poised to make a, a World Series run, but I don't think they can look past the Blue Jays here. Blake Snell has been pitching very well. But the Jays have some very dangerous offensive players, such as, and we've mentioned them before on the show, one of Panthers' many man crushes, Vlad Guerrero Jr., hitting 444, two home runs, eight RBI over his last seven games. And he's hit well against the Rays this season overall. Jays are going to be starting Matt Shoemaker. That's going to give Ryu an extra day's rest because 
Ladies and gentlemen, Ryu pitched 100 pitches and seven innings against the Yankees last Thursday, so he needs an extra day's rest. If you ask me, it's more along the lines to set up uh, the rotation a bit more to give the Blue Jays a really good chance to win game two. Uh, it's funny, though, is if you ask me who wins this game, I'd say the Rays. If you ask me who the bet is, I'm going to say the Blue Jays. I think there's incredible value on Toronto and absolutely worth a bet. And that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to bet Toronto. This is the game that I was alluding to when we talked about management. I don't believe Ryu needed an extra day. I believe Ryu gives them their best shot at, at a win. And there's no point in putting him up against Blake Snell. Shoemaker has been okay, but I think the Blue Jays are actually willing to punt this game to win the second and third. Now, I'm not saying they're definitely going to lose it, but they said they want Ryu pitching in game two for very specific reason. Blake Snell's had a pretty decent year, but I kind of contend that he hasn't. I can't even say it's him, but the, the Rays haven't done well in in his last four starts. He's lost two of his last four starts, and they only beat Baltimore and Boston. So I'm not giving the Rays this whole they're unbeatable. We, we like them a lot. We like that rotation. We like that depth in their bullpen. But I agree with Max. The value, if there's a value play today, it's Toronto. So I'm going to bet Toronto. What's your saying? There's no value when you lose? Yes, so I think there's no value when you lose, fellas. Shoemaker has given up 16 runs and 21 innings pitched, eight home runs. Tampa Bay is going to pound this guy out of the park, and then they're going to put in the bullpen, which is average at best for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. I'm absolutely run lining, taking the plus 110 for the race. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're – once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Today, run line. Okay. You're catching the plus line? I went 10. I didn't look. Um, this is the game. I think you hold your nose and, and take some chalk. I agree with Rich, shockingly enough. I can, I can get to that 65 
uh, 65.25 implied probability. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet the Rays minus 188. Oh, I thought when you say you were going to do it, you're going to run line them. In the playoffs? Playoffs? Run lines? No. No chance. All right. Last game. Yeah, you are getting that. Uh, last game, uh, White Sox A's. Uh, White Sox on the on the road. <laughs> Open up minus 131. They're minus 120 now. <laughs> Shocked. Yeah. White Sox is one of the teams that I think can make a run for the World Series. The problem is they just got cold at the absolute wrong time. They're 2-8 and eight over their last 10, which is just a shame for them. It means they end up as the seventh seed. They won't get a home game in this first round. I think they are a dangerous team, and they have Lucas Giolito on the mound to kick things off. But Jesus Lazardo, man, he's been stellar at home this season. He's 3-1 and one with a 2.40 ERA. I see the public is all over the White Sox here. The money is heavily on Oakland. Uh, I see value in betting the A's here, but I do think if the White Sox can get over their slump, they're good enough to beat the A's. So I'm going to lean Oakland. And I really want to see what Chicago can do, but I think Chicago's going to win this series. You know, if, if Chicago actually could get a home game, I'd like them. Um, if Chicago what didn't go two and eight in their last ten, I'd probably like them. But man, heading into the playoffs and and being on that losing streak that they were on, they're just not playing well. They're not gelling well. Now they have to go on the road against a really good. Um, home playing team in the A's, uh, the pitching matchup, I'm going to call it a toss up. Lazardo is an absolute stud and we haven't even seen his best yet. When we get, you know, a 200 inning Lazardo and he doesn't have any of his injuries and health concerns, then, um, you're going to see what kind of ace this guy is. Giolito is, has been that, but man, it's just hard for me to get away from how cold the White Sox have been. I'm getting the better team at home with a plus line. I can't turn it down. I'm going to bet the A's. All those things make great sense. No and ifs or buts about it. I'm looking at this and right off the jump, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I'm getting Oakland with this value. There's one number in this whole mess that has me just completely off Oakland in leaning the White Sox. I can't bet the White Sox here either, but that one number is the White Sox have faced left-handed pitching and are 14 and 0. Hmm. Lazardo is left-handed. So, yeah, I can understand why everybody's looking at Oakland. That one number scares me off. So, I'm going to lean the White Sox. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm leaning the White Sox as well. I can't can't quite get there, but I do think that they can win the game. But yeah, this is this is probably the most exciting one uh, that I'd see because I don't know what's going to happen. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this one the most. All right, so we've got some time to kill. Let's do it. Let's look at some early NFL lines. Max, I know a couple of them were jumping out at you. A couple of them were jumping at me last night, and then overnight completely shifted. I want to look at this Rams Giants game. Last night, I messaged you. I had this at the Rams. Minus nine. Minus 13. All of the money is coming in on the Rams here. At minus nine, that is a surefire bet for me. Yeah. At, at minus 13, I, it's, I, I can't quite do it. I still think they win. I still think they probably win by 13 or 14 points. I just can't do it. But, I mean, at minus nine, like, ugh, brutal. I like that one a lot. Okay. Panther, you got a feel for this one? 
Um, yeah, I do. I think the Giants and the Jets could be competing for that 0-16 and first. Do they play each other this year? It might be their best chance at a win, but not I, I agree. Nine's way better, but <laughs> the Rams can still cover 13. Fuck, they could probably still cover 20. Um, you know, but, but if, if it's that bad, that chalky, I still need to jump on it now because it'll probably get way worse by the time Saturday and Sunday get here. Rich, what you, what's your what's your gut reaction here? My gut reaction is I agree with, with Max. Nine, I would have been on the Rams. Two touchdowns. I don't care how bad you are in the NFL. You're still playing against the NFL team. So, and these guys are going to have some pride at some point. The Giants and put up a good fight. And a lot of times too, you know, when when you're a big favorite, you kind of can look past the team you're playing and and not necessarily give your best effort. So I, I think this upcoming week is a week where you could have some letdown games where you had some big games in week three. Teams are going to come off um, like the Rams had a very close call against Buffalo in a, in a game between two teams that could find their way into the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to be as excited to play the Giants. So they win, but 14 or 13 might be a little too much. You don't think coming off the loss, McVay probably has everybody's attention? No, I, he could have everybody's attention, but is there anybody in that locker room that really thinks they're going to lose to the Giants? Probably not. Yeah. It's, it's probably both locker rooms. <laughs> I, I just, it's hard to wrap my head around that, them not being able to really crush them. The Giants just got beat by almost 30 points to the uh, 49ers junior varsity team. <laughs> like they didn't yeah. put their starters out there. I understand, but I also think the 49ers feel like they have um, you know, a, a lot to prove because people are talking pretty badly. Not, I'd say badly, but, oh, they're done. There are all these injuries. They ha- so I think that's get, they puts them in that us-against-them mentality, which you hear about a lot from athletes. I just think when they look at the Giants on the schedule, they're looking this at, at almost like a bye week. We're going to win this game. I expect them to come out and win, but I can see them up 21 in the fourth quarter. We're up 20 in the fourth quarter and the Giants scoring, uh, you know, or 17 Giants coming in with a late touchdown that backdoor covers them. It just those kind of lines scare me off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they should. Yeah. Well, we've got two of those. We've got two. One. The first one's the Giants Rams and the other one's Baltimore playing Washington. Baltimore's on the road and they're, you know, minus 12 and a half minus 13. That's too high. Again, is it Max or is it, are they going to get fat on this one? I think they'll get fat on this one. Absolutely. If this is going to be their bounce back to show, hey, we're a dominating team. We can we can we can win by 30. Uh it's it's still like it's it's you know, it's it's more than I want to bet, especially after watching that Ravens team. But they yeah, they should they should win. But you know, the the one thing that they have to be worried about though, again, is you know, say what you will about Washington. Uh if Haskins doesn't throw three interceptions the last game, they're they're in that one, yes. you know? So uh, to me, like Washington's defense is, is frustrating for, for teams. And if, if they watch some game footage of what Spags just did to Lamar Jackson, I think Washington can replicate a similar performance there. Hmm. Panther. Uh, I feel sorry for the potato skins because <laughs> the, the Ravens are going to have to, they're going to have to release some pent up fr- frustration here. They, they had the game that I'm sure it was circled on their calendar and it didn't even come close to the way they thought it would. They were barely competitive, really. I mean, the chiefs controlled that game from the opening kick. Um, so yeah, I feel sorry for Washington here. Cause I think the Ravens could probably put up a 40 spot. I think they yeah. could put up a 40 spot for sure. The, 
I, I think this is another case for a possible letdown because, uh, as you mentioned, they did circle that game. And in the press, they talked a whole lot about how they wanted to measure themselves against Kansas City the best to see where they're at and you know all that kind of talk that you hear. And then they found out they're nowhere near where they want to be or where they probably thought they were at. And that Washington front seven is going to get after um, – Lamar. So I expect a lot of running yards out of him this weekend. Uh, again, 13s is probably a little too much for me. I, I really wonder what the record is with home dogs that are getting 13. Um, that's probably a, a, a safe play for, for the most of the course of the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I bet so. Shifting down even at bet 365 now from 13 down to 12 and a half. So we've got to keep an eye on that. One game I fear that might be a little too high is Kansas City at home as New England comes to town. Chiefs minus seven against the Pats. Yes, sir. I kind of, I kind of like the the Pats in that one. Yeah, but I mean, again, what did the Chiefs just do to the Ravens? <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to downplay how good and complete this Chiefs team is, uh, but I mean. You know, it's Bill. It's Bill, and and he's got, he's got a new QB to 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 run out there, and you've given him seven points to play with there. Um, that's a danger zone for for KC there. Uh, but you know, I, I'm shading New England right now with that seven. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You get one day, one less day to prepare. Um, the Chiefs did show on that defense that they do know how to handle a running quarterback. Um, Dare I say Lamar is probably even better than Cam just just because of the age factor being younger and faster. But um, you know, the Patriots, the Cam Newton actually did not play all that well against the Raiders. So that was really had more to do with the Patriots defense. Um, so it, I I definitely like the Chiefs at home in that game. It was just the seven. Maybe I'm I'm kind of hoping by the time the game rolls around, maybe it's more like six and a half. I'd, I'd rather be there, but uh, I do like the Chiefs in that game. I like the Chiefs in that game too. Arch, you probably know this, but isn't Andy Reid the one coach who's had a lot of success against Bill Belichick? Well, there's another coach on the Chiefs staff that's had some success against Bill Belichick too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think that – I think seven points is probably not enough. Um, they just mm. did play a, a, a team that has a running quarterback. They're going to be well-prepared for anything Cam can do. I don't think Cam is anywhere near as explosive as Lamar Jackson is. I think they kind of mirror one another a little bit. They don't really have explosive wide receivers, except New England can't really run the ball. So I, I think Kansas City at seven. I would like six and a half, too, so I don't get caught on the push. But, yeah, I think Kansas City will cover that seven. It's pretty close, yeah. I, I do have Kansas City winning with these early lines that I've ran, but yeah, not quite by seven. I may have to, I may have to lean the hoodie in this one. And I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how much respect to give the hoodie. <laughs> you know, uh, if, before, if the Patriots were catching seven, whew, that was a bet 100% of the time. You know, I also wonder if in that particular game, there's a lot of guys missing from that AFC championship two years ago, but Mahomes isn't one of them. Um, that defense is all completely revamped. Tom Brady's not there. But you just kind of maybe wonder, at least in Patrick Mahomes' head, um, do I have some unfinished business with this Patriot team? Yeah, maybe. All right. Max, is there anything else jumping out at you that we should touch on? Because I have one highlighted that I found interesting. Well, I mean, we can talk about this one. I, I you know, I have a couple others, but uh, you know, we, we can talk about Pittsburgh, Tennessee. All right. Well, Tennessee opened up minus one. It's Steelers minus two on the road now. So I found that really fascinating. Max, you got a read for this one? 
Uh, I, plus the one, I like Pittsburgh. <laughs> Minus the two, probably probably Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very close one, really. And uh, uh, to, to me, um, I I like Tennessee at home, and and I, I see what the uh, the Steelers have been doing this season. Um, they look good. Ben looks good, but you know Tennessee, they, they they can grind one out. They they can win when it matters, um, and you're giving them. Uh, two points at home. I kind of like Tennessee there. All right. Panther. I, you know, this is going to be a great game. I, I find their styles quite similar. Um, but you know, both teams can grind it out. Both teams have really good above average defenses. Um, but I just think, feel like the Steelers have the more explosive players between, you know, Connor is probably a little bit more explosive than Henry, even though Henry's more of that, that, bulldog um and smith schuster is probably going to be the best wide receiver on the field so i probably lean the steelers uh just ever so slightly but um you know just have to see where it is come sunday yeah if tennessee's catching points on sunday um i'm gonna money line them if they're not catching points if they are catching points okay yeah, because I think they win this game outright. I don't have the numbers right off the top of my head, but yeah. I do remember reading some time ago that Tennessee at home uh, is in the last couple of years has been really, really difficult to beat. I think they'll be. I know there's no fans and stuff like that. I think there actually might be fans in the stands for this upcoming game uh, in Tennessee, but uh, I think that Tennessee will win this game outright. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like. I I really want Tennessee plus the points if that's the case when we do our show. All right, so we hit our 30 minutes. Max, you can take us home or maybe even toss in a couple games you think we sh- should be aware of as you take I, us home. I, I get over to the site and okay, uh, okay. mention a couple other ones that, that I liked. Um, uh, because, you know, Seattle-Miami is one, and, and the Green Bay, Green Bay frauds are, are playing again today, uh, this week. So, you know, definitely want to talk about them. Uh, but, no, we, we can do that. We can head over to the site. That is AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, or we can get the download, the DGENs app, or Android iOS. We can talk about more of these um, early week lines for the NFL, or let us know what you think about our MLB picks or your picks or anyone's picks, really. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsell, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Final words, Rich. We just want to say thanks to everybody for listening. We're having one of our best months. We appreciate that. That happens because of you. And we want you to help us have an even better month next month. So make sure you tell your friends about us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, however it is you communicate. Today is Tuesday. It's one of those days you can grab a guy by the shoulder and say, hey, look, Max put me on the over for the Cowboys game. Everybody else in the world thought that was too many points. You got to listen to this guy and his stats. Panther? You know what time it is. It's time to take us home. I'm still home. Gonna be another late start to the day. Long drive tonight. I tell you, you guys are gonna stop calling Green Bay the frauds. There's no bigger fraud in the NFL than the Chicago Bears, and we're gonna talk about them on Saturday. But um, you guys know the deal. You guys, you know. Oh, and we didn't even touch on it. But the hockey guru says congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, on winning the Stanley Cup last night. I actually watched some of that. Hey, Pat, that, was, hey, that was exciting. Last five minutes. Fuck you. <laughs> if I could say something, I did decide afterwards to, to, to bet on that game. I actually pucked line Tampa Bay. 
Oh, there you go. That was puck line rich. But uh, hey, you guys, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today with these Major League Baseball picks. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.